0: Well, 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 good
2: things come to those who wait. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast, live in Mobile, Alabama, Reese's Senior Bowl coverage. This show brought to you by Coach Stark Holmes, the presenting sponsor here of PHNX Cardinals at the Senior Bowl. Check them out. If you're in the market for a home, get a hold of Coach Stark today at coachstarkhomes.com. Get a hold of this man to my right, Bo Brock. Boots on the ground. He, producer extraordinaire Damon Dog, all the insights you want for the Arizona Cardinals at the Mobile Senior Bowl. Mr. Brock,
3: how we live in. We're living great. Uh, just talked to some big-time prospects. Just talked to a big-time draft insider and Tony Pauline. The latest on his breaking story from earlier today as far as the Denver Broncos, Johnny, being a little desperate to get up the draft board in order to draft themselves one of these top three quarterbacks. We'll talk to Tony here in just a second to get more insight on that. But I can tell you this, and you, you already knew this before we even talked to Tony, was that this is good news for the Arizona Cardinals as they – want that uh, top wide receiver and Marvin Harrison Jr. to fall into their lap at fourth overall. Yeah, not to throw water, but we will
2: on local reports here in the Valley that came out, I don't know, upwards of about seven to ten days ago. The Arizona Cardinals have their sights set on number 18 out of Columbus, and it's going to be great to hear your thoughts with Tony Pauline. A lot of NFL news today is kind of a sub-bullet to what's going on in the Senior Bowl. I do want to get your thoughts, Bull Brock, here on the top of the show McDonald, old McDonald had a team in the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens lose their defensive coordinator. The Seattle Seahawks pounce on their new head coach. Your thoughts on replacing a legend in Pete Carroll with yet another yeah. defensive head coach?
3: Yeah, exactly half his age, right? 72-year-old Pete Carroll, given his gold watch and, and sent back in uh, a couple weeks ago. Kind of a shock to at least the NFC West after he had this team over five hundred once again, and they were just consistently in it throughout his entire tenure there, including a Super Bowl, Super Bowl appearance, always in the thick as far as the division. Uh, you know, the unprecedented uh, had the schedule rebuild last week last year with you know the resurgence of Of Geno Smith at the NFL level, it's it was it's really strange. And then you got 36-year-old Mike uh, McDonald coming over from the Baltimore Ravens. I like to call him a little Jonathan Gannon light, right? I think that he is uh, very similar to Jonathan Gannon. Now, as far as you look at this NFC West coaching landscape, you got McVay and you got Shanahan, two offensive gurus, and then you got the defensive gurus in Gannon and McDonald.
2: Yeah, McDonald, to me, I mean, it certainly feels like second-tier choice for them. They thought at one point Ben Johnson was going to be an option for them, Bo Brock. Of course, he opts to stay in Detroit. Uh, you know, Geno Smith, the skill players, I think, in Seattle, like they would have benefited from an offensive head coach. The Cardinals benefit from this decision. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, mm-hmm. as much as I, I think highly of what Baltimore did defensively, I think that's part of the culture and the personnel that they have and then you look at Seattle and and they don't really have the defensive personnel to support a Mike McDonald early on in his tenure. And I get it. Like you can say the same thing about JG, Jonathan Gannon inherited Kyler Murray, Mike McDonald, Geno Smith on like a one-year contract. You regressed last year. I, this is a good move for the Cardinals that the C, or the Seattle Seahawks opted for another defensive head coach with average to marginal defensive personnel. I think had, had the Seahawks gotten Ben Johnson that would have been like, a oh, wow the Seahawks might be back. They might be legitimate. I think this is absolutely going to give the Cardinals a platform to jump Seattle and be back in contention for the NFC West.
3: Yeah, it's great to see one of the teams just kind of out of nowhere just have organizational malpractice when they seem to have the pieces in place to, you know every year being the thick of things. And, and now like there's so many unknowns and the quarterback position is one of those. And that was not, you know, is it polarizing as Kyler Murray was, it wasn't to Gannon and really awesome for it. They needed to kind of figure out some things as far as Kyler Murray on the playing field and as far as how he would fit in, how he would buy in. But, they certainly kind of answered that question where I think Seattle doesn't have the luxury of somebody that could be the present in the future at that position. And, And, that's going to be huge going forward. And like, I think that that's what fits into the narrative that a lot of people lazily want to throw out there that, you know, a defensive coach, you know, with, with a quarterback, like, in a young quarterback sometimes isn't the best, most conducive thing. So they're going to have to find their offensive play caller. And there's still so many questions uh, and, and less answers for the Seahawks, which is it benefits Arizona uh, incredibly well, you know, even outside of the stuff that's trending their direction, where they feel like they found their guy in JG. They found his, his coaching staff solid in the front office has set itself up to have a tremendous off with all the draft capital and all the cap space.
2: Uh, we've got answers you've got questions here's a question for you why haven't you liked this video subscribe to phnx sports here on youtube let's get this video to 300 300 likes today on a football wednesday of course damon dog bow joining us live from mobile site of the reese's senior bowl and uh, loaded loaded content today if you haven't checked right. it out phnx underscore cardinals on twitter let's talk about it. everybody's Chatting it up in the chat. Love to see it. Uh, What's going on with Marvin Harrison Jr.? What's going on with these quarterbacks? Obviously, they're not there in Mobile, but the chatter is there. It really does feel like three months ahead of the draft, this is the kind of draft where we can telegraph the picks ahead of time. We've compared it. I've compared it to everybody knew Trevor Lawrence was going first overall. Like Everybody knows Caleb Williams is going first overall. But now I think we almost have, pending something happening, injury, God forbid, we have a trajectory now, and it's being telegraphed, Bo, by insiders like
3: Tony Pauline there mm-hmm. at the Reese's Senior Bowl. Yeah, I mean, they're guys that have uh, just—he has tremendous insight, and you know, I, I think that he's a guy, and he, he'll admit it that he was kicking a bit of a hornet's nest last year at this time with the with the fan base, uh, and, and you know, Kyler, Kyler Murray, and you know, as they continued their coaching search, that that did last for. You know, further into this this off season, you put out a graphic on Twitter, like, man, what a difference a year makes. We're yeah. looking at all the candidates that included Jonathan Gannon that nobody else really had at the time, uh, but uh, man, yeah, I mean, you're starting to see. Even before Indy, some some guys make their way up the draft board that weren't already there, and I, I think you know a guy we've talked about you know a lot yesterday, and the tackle out of Oklahoma and Tyler Guyton, who expressed his undying love for former Sooner quarterback and himself and Kyler Murray, um, and then of and then you've got uh, Quinion Mitchell, who I was fortunate enough to catch up with today. Before our show started, and we'll have that interview for you in tomorrow's episode. But uh, I'll, I'll give you a little nugget: Quinion has met with the Arizona Cardinals here in Mobile, and uh, they they are in what uh, is, is making a very solid case for himself as not just the top DB out here at the Senior Bowl, but the top DB in this class.
2: Yeah, Qu- Qu- Quinion Mitchell. Is he CB1 in this draft suddenly? You know, Jessica's saying, I'm really glad JG's our guy. I can't imagine what JG would be able to do with a talent the caliber of Mitchell coming out of a small school like Toledo dominating. Like, every piece of film, the highlights that I see live from from Mobile, Bo, he looks like he's blanketing all these receivers that we're calling, like, top 50 prospects. Like, are you going to be shocked if if come – you know, the NFL draft or certainly at the combine, like this guy's being talked about as a top 15 pick. I'm going to be bummed.
3: I'm going to be bummed. Sure. Selfish reasons, right? Because yeah. 27, you thought, hey, if he's there, do you take him there? And now he's emphatically answered that question. Like, yes, you take a player like that. I mean, I think he's got everything uh, that you want and, and get to know him a little bit better as far as, you know, what makes him tick and his competitiveness uh, that you'll see on full display in our one-on-one conversation with him that's tomorrow. Uh, I think he would fit right in as far as what Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rollis want to do on that defensive side of the football. A lot of mutual respect for a big name in the Cardinals' defense. Um, so I won't, uh, you know, unveil too much or reveal too much, but uh, he, he's somebody that, you know, it's, it's it's like, hey, let's be a little bit more tight-lipped about him going forward because you don't want him to rise too far. But I think the damage into it, it, his benefit has already been done. And the same thing goes for a guy like Guyton, and, and Guyton is now like – I know it's a stack class at tackle, but I think he's somebody that is there like tackle three or four. Now he's in that conversation. Yeah, you love to see guys go to the
2: senior bowl and make money for themselves and prove themselves. It's what Michael Wilson did last year, cemented himself as a, a top 100 player based on his performance, injury concerns, and then go out and dominate defensive backs this time last year. And now you're seeing, you know, flip the script with some of these other guys. Whereas, you know, Guyton's kind of was kind of a forgotten player, at least for me, because Lincoln Riley's no longer at Oklahoma. He was a Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley recruit. He's he's stuck it out with the new regime that didn't win a lot of games there in Norman, and and now he's got a pro- projection to, And we talked about on yesterday's show to somebody that I think can play left tackle right away. I think can come in and absolutely allow Paris Johnson Jr. to be on the right hand side. But I. We're talking about two players now that had the Houston Texans played their role and been bad this year, very much on the Cardinal radar. Unfortunately, now you look at it, the Cardinals would unequivocally have to move up for Guyton, it feels like, or Mitchell in in any scenario. Maybe they hit the late teens, early 20s, you can flip a third-round pick for. That's probably best-case scenario. I mean, those are Mm -hmm. tackling cornerback remain premium positions. It's an incredibly deep tackle class. But, I mean, Alufash and Ald. if they go quickly, like top seven, eight picks – everybody circles the left tackle out of norman oklahoma now is as, as somebody to watch for in the top 15 i i think he's really helped himself good for him bad for the cardinals unfortunately
3: yeah yeah it is and, and you know on top of the news that we started this the show with that is ultimately the best news right as far as who's going to be there at fourth with with their first overall their first selection in this draft and you know i think what this this is also showing this this week uh in mobile is like tackle class is just as deep as people projected the wide receiver class is just as deep as people projected even though some of those players those top players aren't here in in marvin harrison jr and malik neighbors and roman dunze uh and keon coleman but uh you're seeing on full display the depth after that um and then that tackle class but the quarterback class i don't think anybody you know in, in guys that you know were in the conversation to potentially be first round picks i I don't think anybody's really truly making a, a, a good case for themselves in Michael Penix Jr. and and a guy like Bo Nix. Uh, so, like, this is a three-quarterback first-round draft right now, uh, but still plays right into the hands of one money Alcifor.
2: Isn't it almost better? And we're going to hear from Tony Pauline here in just a couple moments, but it almost feels like it's better than Bo Nix and Michael Penix aren't lighting it up. Like, I don't want them to yeah. light it up. I want there to be a sense of urgency that unless you get Caleb Williams, Drake May, or Jaden Daniels, like, good luck. Better not next year. Go get a Ryan Tannehill in free agency if you're the Las Vegas Raiders or some of these other teams. Like that's the reality. That's the sandbox you're going to be playing in. Like everything I saw today, Bo, from you and other people there, Bo Nix did not have a good day. And I'm like, that's that's good news. We don't want Bo Nix to be in a position where he's he's helping himself. We want you know Jaden Daniels, Drake May, and company to do that. And now we've got word your interview with Tony Pauline from our guy Damon Dog.
3: Let's cue that up. Out here in Mobile, our guy uh, Tony Pauline making some waves today with a report about the Denver Broncos and it could have a direct effect as far as the Arizona Cardinals go at fourth overall. Check about Kita, and of course, follow him on Twitter. It's an essential follow for all your draft insight
0: at Tony Pauline. Tony, how we doing? I'm okay. I think a year ago, I was kind of uh, kind of kicking the wasp, uh, wasp mess with the Arizona Cardinals, right? Now it's uh, something that may affect the Cardinals. But I don't know.
3: You know, it's, Kyler's always a polarizing subject, no yeah. doubt about it. But I think absolutely, like, what he was asked of this year, he certainly did for, you know, what the organization was asking as far as Gannon, Monty Austin for it, and there's buy-in there. And they're moving forward at the quarterback position. But the Denver Broncos, as you reported today, is there
0: sort of desperation for them to get up and get one of these quarterbacks? Well, it's the head coach, Sean Payton. I mean, he inherited the Russell Wilson. It didn't work out. He wants his own quarterback. He's not going to get it at 12. He wants to move up to to get the top three, but if you actually read the article, it's going to be almost impossible for them to move up because the way it looks right now, the top three teams, the Chicago Bears, Washington Commanders, and New England Patriots are going to swipe those first three quarterbacks off the board. So they, there's there been some rumors about Patrick Sertain being involved in a deal. As I said in the article, I don't think it's yeah. going to happen uh, because those those top three teams are quarterback needy Mm -hmm. and as we know quarterbacks are always overdrafted they're always taken earlier than their grade warrants these three guys are pretty good I think they're going off the board one two and three
3: you know regardless it plays into the favor of Monty Austin Ford's hands though right
0: because he could potentially get what some people would say is the top prospect in this draft at four is that crazy no Marvin Harrison is the number one player on my board Marvin Harrison is an outstanding wide receiver Marvin Harrison fills a need he's got great bloodlines he's a great natural passer I don't know that he's a, a vertical threat but he's sneaky fast he runs great underneath routes he's got excellent size he wins out for the contested pass he's very polished I I think he was underused at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. I think if Ohio State used him correctly, he would have been in the conversation for a Heisman Trophy. Ohio State would have been a much better team. If he goes to Arizona and they use him correctly, no doubt about it. Loaded with draft capital we could talk, you know, hours as far as what they could do in this
3: draft, but fourth overall, that seems like it's a good spot for Austin and crew. What do you like at 27 later in this draft? Do you look at maybe a premium position, go tackle go corner, somebody like
0: Quinion Mitchell is really lighting up out here at Senior Bowl? Well, Mitchell's been fantastic, Mm -hmm. and if you read my article today at Sportskeeda, a lot of people think he could be the first cornerback selected. Not just a first rounder which people wanted to see coming in, but the first cornerback because Terry and Arnold, Kool-Aid McHistory, Wiggins of Clemson, they all have little holes in their games. Mitchell continually plays better and better. If he's there, obviously they need a cornerback, you know, they, they grab him. But still, I mean, uh, you could still have Wiggins there, Terry and Arnold, and McHistory, and those guys are good value, yeah. you know, late in the first round or maybe an offensive bigger offensive tackle so maybe you could swing Paris Johnson back to the right to the left side. This is a good offensive tackle class. Yeah. And I, I think whether it's late in round one or in day two, the Cardinals will be able to fill that you know tackle need for a guy in the future. Yeah, I mean, real quick, last question. I mean, as far
3: as those tackles, it feels like a guy like Tyler Guyton is really kind of yeah. flashing here. We follow closely in
0: Arizona Jordan Morgan. If you if you were pressed and you had to make a decision between maybe two of those prospects. Depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Tyler Guyton's going to be a very early draft pick. He's going to be top 15 guy. Jordan Morgan has struggled here at left tackle. He's got short arms. I think his arms are under 33 inches. I think Jordan Morgan's going to be a real good zone. Own blocking guard in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be a left tackle. So if you're looking for a ta- if you if you're looking between the two, you're going to go with Tyler, Guyton, but you better be drafting in the top 15 because Tyler Guyton is going to be probably the next tackle off the board after Fashanu of Penn State and Alt of Notre Dame.
3: Tremendous insight. Tony Pauline, follow him on Twitter at Tony Pauline. Read his work, Sports Kitties, breaking news every senior bowl and beyond, all the way up until the draft day and weekend. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me
2: pour one out for jordan morgan that's that's i took that's what i took from that uh good luck to jordan morgan we're we're fans of his work we got saul bookman u of a graduate watching the program now uh it's it's been fun mocking jordan morgan to the cardinals uh not not good not going to take jordan morgan at 27 maybe if he falls value pick later on but i mean that there's so much to take away from that we got to get to some reads here but your your initial thought I mean, you spoke with Tony. That's a lot of good
3: insight there. That is in a short amount of time. Like, I mean, Sean Payton can have the biggest eyes as far as the uh, the top quarterbacks in this draft. Like, are they going to have the ammo to get up that high? You know, it it, it could be a pipe dream. Um, And and, but it, it still plays right into the Arizona Cardinals' hands. And he said Marvin Harrison Jr. His top player on the board, and you're sitting there at four. In a prime spot to get him, that is huge news for the Cardinals and their rebuild. Austin, pour that Capri Sun out for Jordan Morgan. Uh, Yeah,
2: do do so uh, gently, kindly, kindly. Go to he's a great kid. I I talked I talked to to Jordan Morgan today. We're we old for that. I want (laughs) I want to get your insight because I okay. Listen, he's a fantasy. He's a darling. All of us at twenty seven. Now I don't know what we're gonna do now. Here's what you gotta do though. You gotta check out MGM Bet five, get one fifty eight. Instantly, we got the big game just around the corner, and there are, let's just say, quite a few uh, nifty props, maybe some locks that you can check out with our friends at BetMGM. Uh, Phoenix Suns are popping off right now. We've got spring training baseball right around the corner. Coyotes are playing well. BetMGM is going to hook you up regardless. Bet5, get one fifty eight instantly for new customers regardless of the outcome of your wager. Pop over to your phone, iOS, or Android, or check them out, BetMGM.com, especially look at the big game props with BetMGM and check everything out on my screen. All you got to do, deposit five bucks, five bones into your account, new customer, place one bet, you're going to receive 158 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. It does have to be standard odds price. You got to do it with BetMGM. You got to do it with PHNX, and you got to check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy, producer extraordinaire,
1: Damon Dog. Talk about it in the disclaimer. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877 8 hope or text hope ny 467 369 York. Call one 327 5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario or Puerto Rico.
3: Unbelievable work being done by our guy, Damon Dog here in Mobile, and unbelievable work being done in the real estate market, in the Valley of the Sun, from our guy, Coach Stark, who we're just ex- so excited to be partner with this entire week. You got to check yes, out sure. our guy, Coach Stark, uh, if you are in the market for a home. Coach Stark is going to be, be the most competitive and up-to-stuff real estate agent to get you in the home of your dreams, the condo, whatever you may be looking for, wherever yeah. it may around the valley, Johnny. He is so competitive. He's willing to donate $2,000 of his own commission to help you with the closing costs to maybe make it a little bit easier for you to get in your home. Uh, Coach Stark, of course, years uh, on the sidelines, coaching it up on the hardwood, but a huge, passionate Arizona Cardinals fan that is also passionate about getting you in the home, in the, the place of your dreams. He's worked with our guy Frank Sanders before, worked with former Arizona Cardinals wide receiver and kick returner Marte Jenkins on multiple occasions. You can trust this guy. The Valley of the Sun certainly does. Best of the West for three years in a row, 2020, 2021, and 2022. Uh, let's hopefully get him on the board as well in 2023. If you're in the market for a home, you got to check out our guy, Coach Stark Realty, part of the, West US, or the U.S. West Realty as well. He'll help you out. Get in touch with him at 623-695-3929. That's uh, 623-695-3929. And don't let that 623 area code. Throw you off. He's all over the valley. He's got his finger on the pulse all around, uh, getting you into the home that you want. East Valley, West Valley, no matter where it might be. It's Coach Stark Holmes at Coach Stark Holmes on Twitter and Coach Stark Holmes.com. That's Coach Stark Holmes.com. He's going to cut two thousand bucks out of his commission to help you get into the home of your dreams.
2: Cardinal fans, car- helping Cardinal fans. You love to That's see great. that. You love to see the work from Coach Starks and his team. I uh, couldn't be more proud to have him sponsoring this week, uh, senior bowl coverage, uh, doing a fantastic he's at the job. JG of the real estate market. He's he got is. fire in his gut. Yeah. Absolutely. He's all about we, the process. The, if we made a gut meter for coach Starks, it would be off the screen. <laughs> it would be unbelievable. Uh, speaking of unbelievable. I need to, I need to debrief on that. Tony Pauline. If you just joined us, Bob Brock had a chance to chat with NFL insider, Tony Pauline at the uh, Reese's senior bowl. And uh, listen, a lot of good insight there. I think, do we do a victory lap today? Because I think there there are some outlets that number one don't believe that three quarterbacks are going top three. You and I have been of that mindset, and then there's there are outlets here, frankly locally, that dismiss the idea somehow, some way that the Cardinals would take Marvin Harrison Jr. fourth overall. Like, share a little insight because you shared with me kind of off air your engagements with Tony. Because it mm-hmm. uh, let's let's just let's all use our brains and be smart here. Can we
3: can we do that <laughs> for two seconds? I just feel like let's let's turn our brains on and let's be smart Bo educate us would you please when we started uh or actually before we even turned the mics on and the camera you know he he was feeling me out as far as you know where i was was i some sort of wise guy that would try to uh pawn off some sort of idea that the cardinals would look outside of marvin harrison jr for the fourth overall selection if he fell into their lap and you know i i said that they like i from what we're hearing and and what we know that they want number 18 out of Columbus. And, you know, he said, yeah, I can tell you, you know, the Cardinals, You know, the player that they covet in this draft is not here in Mobile and at the senior bowl. So you can kind of do uh, just deduction there and and look, you kind of read between the lines as far as who he's talking about. And then he said he's got him as his top player on his board. I mean, he he doesn't shy away from, you know, how good of a player and prospect he believes Marvin Harrison Jr. is. And with the Arizona Cardinals in a prime spot to have him fall in their lap, I think you would be uh, it'd be organizational malpractice if they pivoted elsewhere. I just I feel like and I don't think this is an extreme statement.
2: Like if you see other outlets saying the Cardinals are going to pass on Marvin Harrison, Jr., maybe question why you're consuming that content to begin with. If you consume it regularly, that's all that's all I'm saying. If you consume this show regularly, give us a like subscribe to PHNX Sports. Uh, Three quarterbacks in the top three. Here's what I like. The Denver Broncos willingly wanting to come up to three, presumably three, not two, not one. Um, Caleb Williams, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this was like liking Chicago realtor posts on Instagram. We can talk about that (laughs) here in a little bit. Um, be that as it may. So the, so the Broncos and Sean Payton, number one, you remember all the crazy stuff that Sean Payton used to make Mickey Loomis do. Remember when they would trade up to like, for like Marcus Davenport, that was Sean Payton. So this right. does not surprise me at all. And I'm sure – like, he just got rid of Russell Wilson, of course, or he's about to. He jet said right. Patrick Sertain for his franchise quarterback. The fact that Tony Pauline is so adamant that the New England Patriots would scoff at a package that could potentially include Patrick Sertain says everything you need to know about what the Patriots are doing with the third overall pick – we are so flipping blessed. I see somebody in the chat saying, can we get a Matt Prater Savior T-shirt in the PHNX merchandise locker? <laughs> we, we almost have to get to that point because Jaden Daniels, the prodigal son has returned from the ASU ashes to LSU dominance is going to gift the Arizona Cardinals, Marvin Harrison, Jr. It's, it's legitimately happening.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like that, that you know it was it was a tough season right you endured that and the reward of that is to be able to get yourself in a position obviously figuring out who your quarterback of uh, today and tomorrow is going to be was was a big part of the season uh but wearing it for a 17 game six slate and then having some momentum at the end of that season and then to be able to be gifted a player of the caliber of Marvin Harrison Jr like you don't mess around with that. Like no. the, the, the football gods are already done, you know, worked over time. As far as this goes, you know, you, you win in Philly and like, you like, and you still get rewarded. That's fantastic. And and you can only continue to parlay that into more good vibes for the Arizona Cardinals and, and revamping this roster.
2: Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like the, the top four in the NFL draft potentially being decided upon on January 31st or beforehand, it's unprecedented, but it, To your point and what the chat is saying, it speaks to how loaded this draft class is. And I want Mm -hmm. to pivot to that and talk about some of the players that were on display today, Bill Brock. So Mm -hmm. Quentin Mitchell, probably not going to make it to 27. Guyton, probably not going to make it now to 27, which is unfortunate. Latu, out of UCLA, everything that I saw, if you're not following us on PHX Cardinals on Twitter, what are you doing? Latu is just destroying people. Is there a chance (laughs) he could be Edge number one, the kid out of UCLA, who, by the way, his production out of the Pac-12 was elite, and now he's putting he's putting offensive linemen to work at the Senior Bowl this week.
3: He is. He is. Well, I mean, you would think so. I mean, he's, he's just blown by them. Even in, like, touch football, they wouldn't even get any kind of scores. I mean, he made a swim move between two – potential blockers and they didn't come close to him down and he it was the kind of day that he had here in day two in mobile and yeah. another one of them. it's like man are we just like we could talk so much about four and there's only so many teams between you and four but there is a long way to go between four and 27 and it's like Mitchell Guyton lot to like our, i th- i think we might get caught maybe daydreaming too much with those guys cuz i think that they're probably all likely off the board before Monty Osfort is back up on it in the in the war room and the Arizona Cardinals can select again so uh we might have to set our sights on a, a couple uh, maybe a few different prospects than these three guys cuz they they are i think solidifying themselves as you know, pick and spreads who I trust his his insight very much as far as the draft goes. He's got Latu has his edge one. Um, you know, even ahead of like a Dallas Turner out of Alabama. or uh, I mean what Latu was able to do at Oklahoma or at UCLA overcome, you know, a serious almost career-ending injury and then the bounce back with 13 zacks. And then according to Pro Football Focus, he graded out like at the, the highest number an uh, edge rusher has ever graded out at the collegiate level since they started doing it. And I know that's sample size, but it's still impressive with the names that he had higher grades than playing for the Bruins. So, I mean, this is three guys. These are three prospects that you can almost, you may not almost have to take off your board. Like, of course, Johnny, like they're guys, if they're there, right? You, you, there's there's nothing, you, there's no debate over it. But these are three guys that I think are going to be firmly out of reach. It's crazy. Like pour,
2: pour three or four out for prospects for different <laughs> reasons today. The three you just mentioned, and I don't yeah. think Latu is ever a realistic target. Mitchell's off the board now, and so yeah. is Lattu, Excuse me, so is Guyton. But not off the. They're going to be off the board. They're not going to be available. Yeah. And then you know we touched on it. Poor Jordan Morgan. He's is it he, Peter Skronsky, 2.0, but he's not as good of a prospect, and he's got baby arms. <laughs> Somebody in the chat saying he, I'm going to say he has baby arms. If his arms are too short to play tackle, you're, they're not going to draft him in the first round. And you spoke with him. And he has not met with the Cardinals. That's that's draft malpractice. He's he's two hours away, two and a half hours away from where the Cardinals practice. Dave Sears, the Cardinals assistant GM, is there and he won't he won't speak to him. That's come on, guys. Give him a token one-on-one. Poor Jordan Morgan.
1: What's gonna happen now? As far as his arms are concerned, uh, I think his arms were at 32 and seven eighths. Mm-hmm. And people say like the the you know, length that you want to be at for a tackle is 33 inches. So he's an eighth of an inch off there. I'm not too concerned about that, but uh, yeah, he hasn't looked as good as like a Guyton has so far this week.
2: It's somebody who height is very important and I want every half inch I can get. I can tell you one eighth is a big deal. It's very much. (laughs) (laughs) It's what separates me from five, six to five, seven, potentially depending on the shoes I'm wearing. So Damon, I'm going to have to disagree with you. This This is how,
3: there couldn't have been like the way Tony Pauline talked about Jordan Morgan couldn't have been it, like, it was, it was the only final, just, just final, just nail in the coffin. As far as Jordan Morgan, him the A's to the Cardinals. It, it's unfortunate because he's, he's a great kid and he, you know, he does look like he passes the eye test. I mean, he's close to six five, and uh, and he looks enough to me. But that's why I'm not a decision could maker. They pull, could they the draft show. him as a
2: guard? Could they? Would you draft him as a guard at 27?
3: Yeah, yeah. At 35. At 35, sure, sure. Okay.
2: Well, maybe maybe it's he's not completely, but but they need a tackle, and like Baby he just arms. you're relentless, partly, Hey, listen, if I have to give it to Skronsky last year, I gotta do I can't be biased, even though he's a local product in Jordan Morgan. Like small
0: arms, here's good, small here's, good arms.
3: here's good perspective. Animal TV saying 33 is short. Paris Johnson is 36 yeah. inches. Okay. You need long arms to play tackle. You can have
2: shorter arms to play guard, but they're not taking a guard at twenty-seven. <laughs> Sports hero saying Morgan is six five with Johnny's arms. <laughs> My arms are so small they can almost fit in this this screen on the TV. Uh, so who like give me a tackle now that 27. Guyton's gonna be gone. Fuego's gonna be gone. He's Fuego's red hot right now. Everybody Flaga, loves yeah. him. Flaga, excuse me. And then the kid out of Washington, everybody says, is probably better suited to play guard. Jordan mm-hmm. Morgan's off the board now. Like, are we it's bottom of the barrel looking for scraps now at 27? Like what what are the options to tackle? <laughs>
3: I mean, it's a it's a deep class. Uh, Kingsley uh, is at BYU, right? He's a, he's a big kid, right? Uh, Damon, what what are his officials? Uh, I have stats? not watched a, a single snap of
2: any player from BYU this year, and I refuse to do it until <laughs> I have to. I will not watch BYU film. I already had to condition my brain for UMA prospects and the NFL draft. Now you're asking me to watch BYU tape to, to protect Kyler Murray. I refuse, sir. I refuse.
3: All right. So then you pivot to, to what's you go to the defensive side of the ball because that is so? the, okay. the most dire as far as the needs go. And then you start to like what Tony said, I, you know, I think there's a lot of value there. Like if, if Mitchell gets too high, you know, the consolation prize is there, um, you know, from Wiggins, you know, who played some solid football to some other guys who are playing more power five football uh, at the collegiate level I, I think that those are some options for him and then the, the pass rush who whoever might you know you hope that that that's not picked too clean by 27 um and then like you've got three third round picks is it possible do you do you consider a move up uh i think, I think, think there's some potential there yeah i think you do
2: somebody just put his name in the chat we talked about him off air and i have not heard one iota about him this week Cooper DeGene has re-entered the chat potentially for the Arizona Cardinals. Now, you you look at a mock, he could be as high as like 12th, or he could be at the back half of the first round. It does feel like, could we be back in the Cooper DeGene? Could be available in the 20s for the Cardinals to draft at 27? Because he, he's Cooper
3: DeGene's not at
2: the Senior Bowl this week, correct?
3: Correct. Okay. But he's also not being talked about. Like I, I you'll okay. you'll be able to see all these interviews. I think I talked to three different people. Uh, you know, uh, Damian Parson from the Draft Network to Tony to and and Pauline went through a, a, the top prospects at the position, including Kool Aid, uh, including Wiggins and and Quinion. Uh, he yeah. did not none of them have mentioned Cooper DeGene, which is a little a little concerning. And I think that that's that probably they're thinking like true corner like true outside corner and i think that that's where the debate is with a guy like cooper DeGene. somebody just said cole said johnny's
2: gonna throw up live on camera if we draft Cooper DeGene. <laughs> i'm not at that point yet it's not my preference but then you got people on twitter saying cards would be so fortunate to get dejean at 27 he's gonna go top 20 he's gonna go top 15 i don't know man can we just get a, a established player from a, a big time program that plays the position at the collegiate level, they're going to play in the NFL level. Like that worked out pretty well for the Cardinals last year. Like Jordan Morgan, if he has to go to guard, like that concerns me. Dejean, is he a true outside corner? Uh, a lot to discuss there. I see Richard super chat, uh, okay. dollar 99. T- asking about Jesse Lucchetta coming back. He signed a futures deal restricted free agent tender today. He's, he's back with the Cardinals with Carter O'Donnell. I want to get Bo's take on that. But first, I want to get everybody's take. Best casino in Arizona, it's without question, Healer River Resorts and Casino. If you have not checked them out here in the Valley, what are you waiting for? We're going to be at Vegas next week. I'm going to tell you right now, the Vegas casinos have nothing on Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And you might scoff at that. I had an opportunity to spend every home Sunday, Healer River Resorts and Casinos, One of the best experiences I've had at any sports book, any casino, clean, tons of slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, a supremely nice steakhouse, Prime A Shoeless Steakhouse, casual, grab a cocktail up top, hang out by the pool, whatever you want to do, check it out. If you're thinking, I'd like to take my wife, my significant other, my spouse out for the weekend. And you know, I just I don't want to leave Phoenix because Phoenix rules right now, especially 75, 80 degrees. Heather River Resorts and Casinos is your answer. Check them out. Head to Heather Res- River Resorts and Casinos.com at play at HeLa dot com for more details and let them show you what next level is all about. I promise you, if anybody came out to our watch parties, they can attest to this. Best kept secret in the valley either river resorts and casinos check them out
3: right now i don't want to keep any more secrets as far as the best way to redo your floors right it's it's a tough thing it's a tough topic to broach uh, you know when you're looking at your house when you're looking at your condo and you need to replace some flooring maybe some hardwood some carpeting it's always a frustrating uh, process but now with our friends over at empire today they're making it shop at home convenience they're giving it to you with empiretoday.com/phnx got to check it out it's easy it's quick it's convenient it's cutting edge they've got the virtual floor designer where you can design your floors and you could see exactly how they're going to look in your whatever your dwelling may be whether it's your condo whether it's your your dining room or your kitchen or you're putting some new carpet in there empire today's virtual floor designer is a great way to see how the floors are going to look in your space they are attached and partnered up with us as far as us in our mock draft season this year because they love it they love draft season and we love that they make a quick easy convenient way for us to get new flooring in our home and uh, you got to do it for yourself do yourself a service check out what they got going on empiretoday.com/phnx and you can already start the process and receiving a $350 off discount with empire today go to empiretoday.com/phnx to start your way to getting quick convenient new flooring with $350 off right away, empiretoday.com.
2: We got over 300. God bless you all. Hit that like button. Leave a comment down below. It helps spread PHNX Cardinals, PHNX Sports here on YouTube today and all week presented by Coach Stark Holmes here in the Valley. I touched on it. Super chat from our guy Richard, $1.99. What do you guys think about the Jesse Luquette signing, bow? I thought this could potentially be a guy that could be ousted I know he's got position flexibility and versatility, but they're going to need help elsewhere. Pass rusher. Were you surprised by this
0: move?
3: No, I think that this is just an easy move. I mean, even if they wanted to move off him between now and the start of the 2024 season, which is forever away right now, he was an exclusive rights free agent because he was a draft guy and then he was eventually released and then brought back. So he becomes an exclusive rights free agent. So is Carter O'Donnell. So it was just like Monty Austin Ford just flipping a switch and saying, yeah, bring him back. Give me some offensive line depth. Give me a guy who was pass rush depth that has versatility, that played fullback, that plays teams. Look at his all that so you've got a guy that's going to be able to go throughout the process of otas and until you start to really develop and and, and kind of mold your roster those are players that they trust right now and, and that's fine like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna you know win or lose them any football game but i think it's just like moving and i think he likes to have players on the roster that that he trusts before he goes into the unknown in the offseason okay johnny yeah, go ahead. Your thoughts on Jesse? No, no, no. Go ahead. You got you got some insight for us. No, I mean, I think that I I think I got a new trio as far as maybe some options at the back end of the draft. And and All right, Damon me, has some, me with some he, insight. Here's what I'm like. I I've had my bubble burst as a part of this show. I feel great about
2: Marvin and four. I've never felt better. I I felt confident about that before hearing from Tony Pauline, but now I think there's some uncertainty at pick 27. So I. I need you to coddle me on this show. I need to be told <laughs> that some elites, that some blue-chippers, that some premium players are going to be available at pick 27. Because here's what I don't want to have happen: the player that they take at 27 could have been available at 40, or 45, or 50. Uh, like who who is, who's a realistic target for this team now?
3: All right. Well, first, Damon's going to give us some insight as far as Kingsley, the BYU tackle. How
1: big is he? Okay. Yeah. So Kingsley Sua Suamataia, he is six uh, four and three eighths, 329 pounds. Uh, Ten and three-eighths hands and uh, 34 and two-eighths arm span. Uh, So I think actually I looked it up real quick. 34 inches is that ideal uh, arm span that you want for a a tackle. And uh, Morgan's was actually 32 and seven-eighths. So he's an inch and, uh, and an eighth short. So maybe he is more of a guard. Just buried him more with Johnny. Johnny's just like, hey, I, I'm way off. Hey, amen. Jordan, we're in the spirit of hey, Jordan, being honest
2: here. Circle back come Friday night. Maybe don't go in that green room on Thursday, Jordan. Somebody, can we get you guys, Damon, you and Saul have ties to U of A. Let's let's get you guys on the phone with this people and just kind of let him know. Probably not a good move to 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 sit, saddle in for the NFL. Where's the draft this year? Is it in Green Bay or something? Don't go yeah. to the green room. Stay
3: away from the green room, Jordan. Near a monster. All right, let's so let's let's open up a couple, give you a couple more names then. Okay, you ready for these? Yeah. All right. Byron yeah. Murphy the second, Texas defense interior defensive lineman. No issues with that. No issues with that at all. Okay, let's get a little weird here. And mm-hmm. I and I think I think twenty seven might be too high for this guy, but uh, Jackson Powers Johnson.
2: You're going to go interior after just we're snubbing Jordan Morgan. You're going to go with a center.
3: I mean, he's center with guard versatility. He's he could be your this, your center of the future. He could be your Creed Humphrey. He looks Is like he a real ba- leader okay. Too. I don't your think that. Name? Listen, he he's had a dominant week, <clears throat> and
2: I think you play him at left guard this year. Correct? He he starts at left guard then, next to somebody probably or, or Kelvin Beecham or somebody. I have no issue with that. I just with with how well your center played last year, and he's under contract. And I think you want to keep that going with K1. You're you're drafting him to be a guard, in in my opinion. Like you're not Yelder Froholt, if he puts together another good season with the Cardinals, he's gonna get re signed. They're not gonna jet set Kyler Murray's center. Yelder Froholt was fantastic. Plus, he's incredibly close to Kyler Murray. So yeah, I, I have I like I like Jackson's tape a lot. And he's from Big Boy Program, and he's putting on a show this week. And you wanna you wanna move people around at the senior bowl like he's the guy to do it. So no issue with that. Yeah, Powers Johnson was dominant according to Jordan
3: P on tape as well. No issue with that. No problem. Okay. And then um I am I would probably say somebody that's not here in Chop in Robinson, like Tony said, you got anybody, Damon, that, that stands out to you at twenty seven?
1: I think you just gotta be looking at a lot of the edge guys, right? And yeah. whatever tackle falls. So
2: yeah. You're not going to like what I'm about to say, but I think the way this is trending where the tackle position could be picked clean by 27, Mm -hmm. you could see maybe six tackles go before 27. If you're not convinced that some of these tweeners can be a left tackle for you. And if you're not in love with maybe the defense lineman yet, money you talk Jay, I'm going to tell you right now what happens if they have another receiver graded, Way higher than the rest of these guys. What do you do in that scenario? Just entertain it for a second. You get Marvin at four, yeah, and there's a receiver with a top twenty grade that somehow falls to them at twenty-seven. Latin top conky. 20. Uh- <laughs> I think you. We I said top have to twenty.
3: It. I think you we have said to top it. twenty. That's not top twenty. I mean, there's Xavier Leggett who had a, a big bounce back today from South Carolina. That's he was good. Made, he That's probably good. probably made the bet the play of the day maybe of the week. Uh tough contested catch. Man, I, I just don't see with Marvin at four that that no, I'm not considering it. You're I'm, not considering it? okay. I won't. That's fine. I, I would I would look at those those tack those defensive tackles, you know. Okay. Tavondre Sweat, who uh I, I just popped in and just said, Hey, you talked to the Colonels? He said, Yeah, I talked to him uh That's earlier smart. today. Um so Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy the second, Chris Jenkins. I think that that might become you know, one of those guys, but like, I'm what, you know, Damon's saying, as far as the edge, you're looking for that premier position, you know, with that fifth year option being at play. Absolutely. Well, you and I differ on what a premium position
2: is, but if, yeah. if, if they're convinced that one of the defensive linemen, whether it be Texas or otherwise they love them and they aren't convinced if they, if they pass on 20 at 27, they're going to make it to 35. Then you take them at 27. Like, no, no one's going to clamor about, hey, we overdrafted a defensive tackle at 27. Like, I, I think that that's still really good value. Jordan P. Byron Murphy at 27 would be amazing, but no way he falls that far. I mean, then you have to start playing a game with not everybody can go the 26 picks before you. Like, we had this issue last year, too. It was just like, hey, none of these guys are going to be available at the top of round, too. It's like, not everybody can be a first-rounder, and there are surprises right. every year. So, like... You know, we, you and I eventually are going to do a list of guys that ideally we, like we'll do a list at some point this off season, after pick four, five through twenty six of guys that we would love have to be available at twenty seven. And there, there is going to there are going to be a handful of guys that, that we like that hopefully mm-hmm. they like they get there. And I think to me, it's still all about like does Jerzon Newton, does, does he solidify himself as defensive tackle? Number one. Or is he very much in vogue during the college football season? Maybe he tests okay. Gets maybe a, a stigma placed on him because he played at Illinois, didn't have a great year. Like, that to me, that's the best case scenario still. Like, even yeah. before this situation with the tackles occurred, Jerzon Newton, once upon a time, was going to be my pick. The Houston pick was outside of, you know, mm-hmm. the back half of the first round.
3: Yeah, I mean it's tough. Seeing Darius Robinson is, is making his way up draft boards. Uh, you know, interior defensive lineman. I think is it a Gabe Hall at a Baylor, who's just a, a big kid who made a lot of noise in day one. I think you should be encouraged by the depth of the defensive line. Like no no stars. I think Jerzon and Byron Murphy the second are emerging mm-hmm. as the top two prospects in this draft. And then you start to look at you know Tavondre and Chris Jenkins. But you know there's there's depth there that I think that you can find. Uh, to to really build this thing that is in desperate need of it, and and I guess I I guess I'm getting to the point where 27, depending on like how many of these top studs at premium positions are gone, like maybe you don't have. I don't take issue with them taking somebody that in, the, in late in the first round. Uh, money
2: talk, Jay. I really doubt the Bears are drafting Caleb. The Bears locker room loves Justin. Money Talk, Jay, I got some bad news for you, but I got good news for everybody else. (laughs) You can join the inner circle right now with our friends at Circle K by becoming an exclusive member. All you got to do for free is to download the Circle K app today. It's America's thirst stop, folks. We're going to be heading out to Las Vegas. The fellows are on the road constantly. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five. Fill ups. save three cents per gallon every single day. Day, every six free uh, selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain, drink some more. Like I have no idea what dinner is at the house tonight. Might just go over to Circle K right around the corner. Pick up some za. You should too. join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit
3: CircleK.com for more details. We're road tripping to Vegas, and you can bet that uh, we're getting our gas at Circle K along yeah, the have. way. We're going to tap into our inner circle, hopefully get some snacks, and uh, get out the door and on the road for Vegas this Sunday. You're going to get wall-to-wall coverage from Radio Row, leading you up to the big game with uh, with your friends at All City at PHNX. We're going to have the best and exclusive interviews. Already have... Uh, an interview lined up with a big time Cardinals player out there Mm -hmm. late next week. Can't wait for it. Uh, But also in Vegas, you want to have your money, right? And desert financial credit union is going to be where you're going to have the most, Obviously, legit spot to take care of your money. It's the official credit union of the Arizona Cardinals, and it's the official credit union of PHNX Sports. Uh, Johnny obviously has the Arizona Cardinals debit card. I've got mine. Yeah, let me pull it out real quick. Real quick. (laughs) If you're an Arizona sports fan, what are you doing? You got to get that Arizona Cardinals officially licensed Visa debit card, and you got to do your banking with Desert Financial Credit. Union show your team spirit with the free check account count online get that cardinals visa debit card and go to desertfinancial.com/cardinals to get started that's desertfinancial.com/cardinals to get started so
2: Tony totally, Pauline alluded to it um in his comments with you the Caleb Williams to the Bears thing are we ready to put dirt on the, the situation that is Justin Fields remaining in Chicago yeah. like is that is that even a talking point in mobile
3: so we're with Neg Marino of uh CHGO every day here and he's dialed in Hogs dialed in Carms dialed in Bragg's uh we're doing wellness checks on him on the daily uh but as far as the Justin Fields era it it's over and you know you can like a guy and he could be a good blocker room as much as, as he he can be but yeah the fact remains that they're going to Take Caleb Williams at the top of the draft. And I think that that's becoming more and more visible to the rest of the NFL. And it's just going to be an inevitability that they're moving on from Justin Fields. And we'll see where his next stop is. And I think, you know, whatever team gets him, whatever fan base is, is going to be pumped about that because there's unlocked potential there. And, you know, he, he had, you know, sh- showed signs of, of growth. Maybe minimal growth, but shines of, of growth. And and hopefully, you know, he's going to be getting into what regardless of if, if he were to stay or go, what is it is his fourth uh, offensive play caller in his entire NFL career. That's that's crazy. So it's going to be uh, another kind of process for him to get acclimated to wherever he may be next season. Yeah, I'll make a
2: prediction right now. I have no nothing to back this, but I just feel like the timeline and the trajectory map up, I think Justin Fields is traded before free agency. I think Justin yeah. Fields is, is moved right after the combine. I think that deal gets done behind closed doors in Indianapolis, and I think the Bears make as quick of, of a clean break as possible. You cannot have this linger on into March, into April. Ask Steve Keim how that worked out with Josh Rosen where the pick <laughs> literally – Got sold for pennies on the dollar on day two of the
3: NFL draft, uh, you know, and yeah, he, he's overall's not bad considering they uh, didn't really have mean, any options.
2: Yeah, I mean, but that you just Justin Fields, you've got a little cachet. Certainly, you know, fans like him. We like him, and it, we be, we feel like we have to become anti Justin Fields because we understand what's happening and we want Marvin at four. But like he, he's a, I think he's been underserved, and I think if he were to go to like a Pittsburgh or somewhere like that, Atlanta'd be interesting. But yeah, I think Justin Fields, my prediction now is probably the second week of March, maybe the first week, he's moved and it becomes official once free agency hits and the Bears can just say, you know what, we're just, we're keeping our options open. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's a special player, at, you know, available at first overall. Like as Tony Pauline said, if the Denver Broncos are trying to get up to pick three and the Patriots and other teams are like, no, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's no package in which the Bears would accept for Caleb Williams. Here's what fans don't understand. The, you can only trade three first-round picks at one time. So a franchise like the Vegas Raiders could come to you and say, we want to give you 10 first-rounders for Caleb Williams. They, they, it's against the rules. They are not allowed to do that. So we, you can put a price on what Caleb Williams is, and it's not enough. In a singular mm-hmm. offseason, even mm-hmm. with established players included in the trade, Like, Chicago Bears are like, it's more important to have a special difference maker at quarterback than three first round picks and three seconds and Max Crosby or, you know, Patrick Sertain or whomever. Like, you get the quarterback and everything else can kind of fall into place.
3: It's great that these three teams understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got one more prospect that we confirmed. Uh, interest from the Arizona Cardinals today. Before we get out of here, Johnny, it's a local product. Corona del Sol's own former Arizona State Sun Devil turned Florida Gator, Ricky Persall, says he talked to uh, the Arizona Cardinals during his stint here in Mobile.
2: Hmm. Uh,
3: what What is a projected round for him? You think? Probably
2: on the high end, early third. You know, I mocked him to the Cardinals, and I got Chas. Chastised by our GM Saul Bookman,
1: He's not <laughs> like when I did that. Um, but, he's a legit 6'3". I, mean, I think he could go in the second after how good he's he's been in these first couple of days. Take and him at thirty-five really necessarily, but I think that there's no possibility he go that high. Yeah, I think we're looking at one of those three third-round picks for a sweet spot for him. Yeah. if Cardinals are interested in him, and uh, he has looked really good, contested catches, running routes, tall. Uh, Arizona boy,
3: what did yeah. what what happened unprovoked? site we just fired up the mic, the camera, and I said, "Who's the Mike? Who's the Michael Wilson of this? Who said that?"
1: Uh, to to, you're, to Jim Nagy,
3: yeah, Jim Nagy, yeah, he told me that to my face, and I said, yeah, "That's that's a good comp because that's what I said." Ricky Persal is this wow, year's so Michael Smart. Williams.
1: You
2: and yeah, <laughs> you and your buddies just patting each other on the back. Love that. Uh, <laughs> <a> smart ass. <laughs> Look how smart I am with all my insider friends. No, it is a good it is a good comp because he's got raw traits, but he hasn't yeah. put it all on the field yet. His, his statistics are a little underwhelming. I, My opinion is, and I put this on Twitter, I will be disappointed if the Cardinals don't double dip in this receiver class. I think it's too good of a class. I love Michael Wilson. I love what he projects. I could see a reality in which we fast forward to November next year, and it's Marvin Harrison Jr. And what else do they have? Because he he'll miss time potentially. I w- I don't want that to happen to Michael Wilson. But it's just it's part of his resume now. He missed time right. last year. He missed time at Stanford. You have an opportunity. Like Terry McLaurin went in the third round, right? Puka Nakua mm-hmm. went in the fifth round. Th- this team is not strong enough at receiver as currently constructed and certainly proven enough where you can say, well, we've got a guy, and he's the fourth, 45th player on our big board, and we're picking 68th. But, you know, we already took a player at four, so we're good. No, 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 you double up, because that's what the NFL – it's about value, and the value in this year's class is on offensive line and wide receivers. Load up. Don't force these picks. Load yeah. up at the same positions. I'm, I'm not going to ever complain about that.
3: Yeah, you, you, you gave me a lot of credit by me saying how smart I am, and I'm so dumb I can't even put a little sunscreen on my – lobster face out here We're getting from
2: the chat earlier, but I i didn't bring you it deserve up. It so. deserves okay. it so.
3: I'm not uh, i I'm not insecure about it. Uh I've I, been,
1: I, been walking around scouring <laughs> random people for sunscreen. I, I just like find the closest guy I find it's a sunscreen thing and I just say, Hey man, hate to be that guy, but can I have some of that? It's it's pretty much saved my life You need like yeah. the roll
2: on stick that I use on I my kids. It's I need just, anything. That's all yeah. I need. I need anything. Anything you would think uh, hey, like People asking you, where are you from? Are you from like areas where the sun's not out? Typically, it's like we practice, yeah. you know,
3: sunscreen etiquette here. You know, that's a little embarrassing. You would us. think it is. It is. It's like, what? Well, how How are you burned on your face? Because I have my head up my ass and I'm not putting on sunscreen. Not even. the. the You're lightest. too busy
2: grinding, getting the scoop, That's right. It. And I appreciate
3: that. But one thing, like to your point, as far as the wide receivers go, and, and double dipping is fine, and especially when you look at the state of the wide receiver room right now, the, as it stands, they've got three guys on their contract. Yeah, and and they could. I, I'm surprised that Greg Dortch wasn't a part of uh, today's announcement, as far as Jesse Lueketa and Carter O'Donnell, and and we'll see. Maybe they're working on something bigger and better for Dortch. You hope that, right? Because of, he might have outperformed an exclusive rights contract, one year tender. Um, But I think as far as the the wide receiver room goes, like with three guys and then the potentially one at four, when you start to look at your starters, that would be Marvin Harrison Jr. potentially at X, Michael Wilson at Z, and then you start to look at guys – Do you look at guys as depth or do you look at guys maybe that can play in the slot? Like you got your size, like you potentially have a six, four X receiver and you got a six, three, six, four Z receiver in Michael Wilson. Do You start to look at somebody to maybe potentially take over the starting slot receiver spot, or do you just get, you know, the best receiver available and he just can run multiple route trees.
2: I think you get somebody like, Seattle has laid the blueprint with, unfortunately, Metcalf, Lockett, and and Jackson, the the receiver um, Smith and Jigma that they took this mm-hmm. year. Like, all those guys are interchangeable. Lockett can play inside, Jackson can play inside, Metcalf can play outside. Like, and they're just they're elite pass catchers at, at their trait. And I think the Cardinals need versatility. But if if there's an outside receiver even after you take Marvin at four that you're infatuated with, I'm sorry, this is the year to do it. Like, you don't want to be sitting back. Again, if 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 it's a good problem to have, if all of them work out and you have too many snaps to go around, it's it's going to be a, a kick in the ass if you're in Thanksgiving and this team's over 500, but they got one and a half available wide receivers. And I know they're going to run the football, but you can never have enough. And And the fact that, like, outside of Marvin, too, Depending on where you take it, like third round picks, it's it's not it's not a, a day one pick. It's not a top forty pick. Th- those are still they're premium picks, but they're flyers at the same time. Like I am of the mindset it's a premium position and you want to be in a position like think about where the Cardinals were in their passing game late this year and what Kyler Murray had to, I don't want to say overcome, but it, it was tough on Sundays. Like who can even separate? Remember some of the receiver totals we saw? And now Michael Wilson was, was healthy and he's active. He, he still couldn't make the plays. I love Michael Wilson. I, I he, he was fantastic at stretches this year. In my opinion, he has not done enough. There's a kid from flipping Georgia or the SEC that they love that's available in the third round. You just take him and you're just like, go compete, Michael. Go compete. That, that's what this team is. And Gannon will support that. But at the, we can't be anointing people. That unless you're Paris Johnson Jr. and you were an ass kicker all year, like you're, I mean, B.J. Ojulari is going to have to compete. Garrett Williams is going to have to compete. Like that—that's what this team is missing under Kingsbury and Kime. We anointed guys. We anointed Simmons, and we anointed these players. And it just then the and the coaches got their hands on like these guys can't play. So, and I'm not saying Michael Wilson can't play, but let's just depth is not a bad thing,
3: right? Oh, it's not a great thing and something that this organization has lacked severely for too many years. And I think with the draft and develop plan that they're going to get it and get it in the form of, you know, all the draft capital this year and, and hopefully add some some guys that can start starter caliber players and free agency as well. Uh, but excited about this offseason for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, excited about tomorrow's show, Johnny. You want to tune in? We're going to be doing our last broadcast from the Senior Bowl here in Mobile. We got Quinion Mitchell, Toledo cornerback, projected first round pick, joining us, Jordan Morgan. University of Arizona projected first-round pick as of right now, Ricky Persall, as I said. Florida wide receiver, former ASU in uh, Arizona Valley native, Ricky Persall, and Jim Nagy, the executive director of Junior Bowl, and then Damian Parson, our guy from the Draft Network full-time Dame, joins us tomorrow. You don't want to miss out on any of the action from Mobile. Wrapping up our coverage tomorrow. Make sure you like this video. Subscribe to PHNX Sports for more of course, great insight, great conversation as far as this Valley community. Uh, and follow us and, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Write us, leave a review, and check out gophnx.com. I heard they get access to that exclusive member Discord. Anything before we get out of here, Johnny? Yeah, topic
2: $64.99. Friend of the program, totally agree with JV. That's right. We need receivers. We do need receivers. We need all of you to become a diehard at gophnx.com. Pick up a free hat and/or shirt every single year. We are diehard for you guys. The offseason, it's just begun. Big thank you, Damon Dog, Bo Boots on the Ground, and Mobile. Coverage wraps tomorrow. Do not miss out. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, PHNX Sports. Like this video. 300 likes is the goal. Everybody, have a wonderful rest of your evening. We will see you tomorrow.
0: man